I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Just meditate, you waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate. Separate and segregate, don't celebrate. Quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate, do fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate. Then we liberate, praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on the streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour, troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents. One day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show is days on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Swallow, just digested, suspected something's going on, chosen, just neglected, deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted, expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective, don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions, how these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested, read it in the testament, these children are protected, so I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic, refuse to be directed, lying out of sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it's on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position. No, I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. One day, uh, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show is days on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues.
finally see the truth God we need you now come on we need you now we need you And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and of course with me is my better beloved half. Hey, Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So today we had a uh, special guest, uh, Stella Emanuel, uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Um, she's the Cameroonian doctor we talked about. Uh, we've talked about her several times. If you go to her website. Um, DrStellaMD.com. You can use the promo code DEFIANT, and you can get 5% off your order. Um, and, uh, I tell you right now, go there because you can stock up on ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, um, and some of the, uh, vitamins that she has specifically to treat COVID. And this is a real, uh, this is a good one because she had a lot to say that I think a lot of us, uh, it's not that we, we take it for granted. I don't think anybody takes it for granted, but I think a lot of people have to hear this the way she put it because she says it very frankly. She says it like kind of in your face. Like there's a lot of people that uh, have lost their way and uh, that it's her belief. And she basically goes to tell you this is how we fix it. This is the way we need to fix it. And if we don't fix it, there's going to be a problem. And um, I got to say, I think this is probably one of the most powerful shows that we've ever done. I mean, she was absolutely amazing. And she took everything that we'd been saying for a year and a half and she put it all together in an hour. Yeah. And not only that, she actually vindicated some of the things I've said about blanks and about robots existing in the world, which I never thought I'd ever. And she's very she's a very holy woman. So I was not about to cuss in front of her. Um and I didn't. I, <laughs> you sure didn't. I'm I so went proud for an hour, and I, I <laughs> never said a cuss word, which was pretty impressive. Uh, but she was very real, and that's the difference. I, I, I guess there's some people I'm like, yeah, well, you're kind of fake. And then you meet somebody like this, and there's nothing fake about this no, lady. This woman she is truly is, filled with the fire of God, 
she she's got some fire in her and if you don't cross that i i, I know that from irish women trust me there's some <laughs> irish women out there you just don't cross because they'll kill you and she is definitely that type of she has that type of well she won't kill power. you but if you're uh inhabited with a, a demon or with the potential demonic influence that the jab brings with it she she will erase that demon from you she will cast it out of your soul i'm not even kidding she also brought what i've been saying about how the jab disconnects you from god at the spiritual level she came to the same conclusion but from a different path and i love that i love when we meet at the end and we've taken different paths to get there and and now we're joined together in this fight because it really is a fight for your soul. I've been saying, I've said it over and over again, um, and she says it all the time, every single day. This is not just a battle for your health or your life. It's even deeper than that. It's a battle for your soul because if you lose your soul, what does your health and your life matter? And well, again, uh, you can go to drstellamd.com. You can get um, connected not only to her ministry. She has a large ministry it's huge i can tell you when i was in kenya i know of many a time that i've heard this woman's name it's not the first time i've ever heard her name um she's out there there's a lot of people that talk about this woman uh but she is huge in the ministry that she has uh and she's really she's bashful when i asked her about the numbers of her ministry and i asked her <laughs> about the numbers of people that she's with but she's not bashful about the numbers of people that she's helped and she tells you within the podcast you'll hear it uh she talks about it she talks about the number of people that she saved and the number of people that and i, I gotta tell you folks she kind of went on a rant in the beginning and i just i was gonna stop her and then i was just like you nope. know what nope just let her go because uh she was going and i tell you what it was like the Energizer Bunny. I There was no way I was stopping that momentum. I could get in front of it, but I just get run over. And so honestly, I was like, we were entranced. I, yeah, mean, I, 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 was. Didn't, I didn't want her to stop speaking. Nope. And uh, she did it. It was awesome. It was a good, great interview. We've asked, we asked her, you'll hear, we asked her to come back on. She said she would. So, uh, folks, again, this is another one. Take five minutes. Just listen to it. It's uh, about an hour long. And um, I tried to do my best to rein her in at the end because I was like, oh, I can't let this. I didn't want to be our first interview to be bad. I wanted her to. I mean, I know she loved, I, I guarantee she loved talking to us. She said she told us afterwards in the post show that she loved talking to us, but I, I didn't want to. I know she's got other people that she's got to go talk to. We're not her only interview today. So I, I, I knew that. So I didn't want to be that guy that held her up from doing something else. But we're going to have her back on. If you've got questions for her, please. Uh, ask us we will ask her uh we'll pass them along at a minimum um but again her website go to her website she's got a book on there we've got the book i haven't had a chance to read it yet we started i started it i just haven't had a chance to read it kind of ran into problems on a flight i'm not going to talk about that anymore because it just <laughs> makes my blood boil but we have her book get get a copy of her book um it, it is a so uh, what she told us, you'll hear it in the interview. It's a very powerful prayer book, but not only that, it also gives you the dosing instructions for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Um, and as she put it, like right now, we're in a lull because Delta is kind of on its way out. But we also have still coming uh, Mu, Mu Lambda. and Lambda, yep. which are supposedly out there floating around. So when they come here, if you don't go and get the hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin right now, you're going to be sucking when you get sick. 
And that's the point she's trying to make. When you get sick, it's already too late because you're going to be going to the hospital. You're going to get stuck. Remember what we've talked about with ventilators and how bad a ventilator really is. Hospitals right now are just death factories. It is great for the invention of the ventilator. It is really bad to put the human body on a ventilator. I mean, the ventilator is good for a short burst. It is not good for a long-term need because once the body gets so used to something else breathing for it, that's it. Body doesn't want to do it anymore. Folks, I'm telling you, get this stuff, get these drugs because she's right. If you're not going to, well, first of all, don't go get the jab. Listen to what she says. She talks about that too. She talks about the jab and what the jab is. I'm telling you, I, I can't say it any better. She's got it all worked out to a science just listen to what she says. She's a very, very bright, very articulate. We met her in uh, Tulsa. She's a very bright and articulate woman. And uh, trust me, I sat in the corner and colored. Like right off the bat, when she started in Iran, I just sat there and started coloring because there's no way I'm interrupting that. I'm going to let her do her thing. And she's an amazing woman. She's a, she's a presence. You, you get around this woman, she is a presence. You, you feel her uh, whether you're talking to her or not, she's a presence. And uh, when she showed up at Clay Clark's thing, I was like, holy crap. And I pointed at her, and the Elaine's like, yeah, I knew she was coming. And I was like, oh, well, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> well, you, you got the list in the email, too. So if you had I, well, actually I don't, read I it, don't read emails. I so know. You just I, file them, so I don't even know they've come I, in. I, I don't know how much. many times. But, I got to tell you that. Um, yeah, and I <clears> actually, <throat> I sat next to her for a while in Tulsa um, when you were – when you were ill and you had to leave for a while, she came and sat in your seat next to me. And I'm not one to be intimidated. I'll talk to anybody. You sit down next to me. I mean, we made a ton of friends in Tulsa because, you know, we were sitting near them and we introduced ourselves and just started up a conversation. I was not intimidated by her presence, more like I was in awe just yeah, of, of her. And you'll hear it in this. I mean, she carried her, she carries herself in such a way. It, it, it is awe-inspiring. Yeah. It is definitely awe-inspiring. So, folks, listen to what she's got to say. She's a wonderful person. She really is. She's got nothing but the best intentions for all mankind. And uh, I've met a lot of people from that side of the world, and I've got to tell you, she's one of the few that I can sit there and say, you know what, this woman's going places. Actually, there's quite a few I've met over there that I always thought were going to do great things. And she's just another one. But I heard her name long ago, way before any of this, because she started out in Cameroon as a doctor, and that's where... No, she came here 30 years ago, and she did her medical training Well, she here. did her medical training yeah. here, but she went back to Cameroon. And before she came back here and became a U.S. citizen, yep. she went back to Cameroon and that's where the big that's where I know her from in that part because she was treating Ebola she was treating uh, AIDS she was treating all sorts of different things when she was back in Cameroon and Africa and there were people in Kenya that were talking when I was in Kenya they were talking well you got to go see Dr. Emmanuel and I was like Dr. who and I was like we've got like one of the top doctors with us right now and they were like yeah no not not for us because the difference between Dr. Stella and 99.9% of the other doctors out there is that she combines healing on the physical level with healing on the spiritual level. Yeah. And spirituality it, with too, medicine. It's overlooked. Yeah. And honestly, if your soul is broken, your body is never going to heal. And one of the things I did tell her too is I, I know a bunch of doctors. Well, I know, I don't know, six 
six or seven of them. And there's a couple that have been trying to find a way to prescribe hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin without getting fired from their current job because they know they've seen what's happened to other doctors. That's how bad this has gotten, folks. Other doctors have prescribed patients ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and they've lost their job for doing it. And some of them have, have even lost their medical licenses. Yes, because they were just thrown out of the community because yep. they were considered quacks, and that's going to hurt somebody. They're going to, oh, that's horse dewormer and all this other crap. The same stuff that you hear with Joe Rogan and all the other stuff. I'm telling you right now, this lady is not that person, and I told her that I would get her those doctors to come on board with her because they've been asking me, they asked me, they reached out to me. They said, Hey, how do I get hydroxychloroquine? Is there a way I can get hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin that you know that I'm not going to get in trouble for doing it. And if he can send his patients or they can send their patients to the right place, I'm all about it. So I'm doing my best to hook them up with her because I, I think she's onto something here. And I think there's a lot of people and she even talks about it too. She talks about the army of lawyers because everybody has come after her. Ever since she stood in Dallas, went to the Supreme Court in Washington and said, look, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are working against COVID. Oh, well, you can't say that. They didn't attack her science. They attacked her ministry. They attacked her personally. They attacked her uh, spiritually. But they never attacked her science as a doctor. They never said that what she was doing was wrong. And they never said that, hey, what you're doing is killing your patients. Because she's had very few patients die. The ones that she has had die, and, and that's what she talked about as well, is when she first started talking about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, and, and she's successfully treated literally tens of thousands of patients at this point. But as the word got out about her, patients that were really, really sick started coming to her, like checking themselves out of the hospital and coming to her. And unfortunately, when, when it's that far gone, you can't save everyone. Um, but she's had a tremendous success rate. So again, when you first start feeling sick, when you first get the sniffles, if you think it's allergies like we've got going on right now, or you know y your, your kid brought a cold home from daycare or school, and you're like, no, there's no way I can have COVID. I know I've already had COVID or whatever it is, they are releasing new variants. And this isn't just variants floating around. They are releasing new variants. There are more bioweapons waiting to come out, just like the first one, um, because that's the push for the jab. The more variants they release, the more people they can push into getting jabbed. The jab is not what you think it is. And listen to her about that as well. It's, it's incredible. Um, but now is the time to go to drstellamd, drstellamd.com, and you, you put in a request for it. You get a call back from a doctor. It is telemedicine. They're not just going to automatically send you hydroxychloroquine or it's not like you go online to Amazon and buy it. It doesn't work like that. This is a prescription medication. But at the same time, it's been used for 50 years. Um, it's incredibly safe. They use it in everyone, in children, in pregnant women. It's, it's a standard drug in places where malaria is prevalent. Everybody uses it. In fact, almost everywhere else in the world, it is an over-the-counter drug. But here in the States, it is by prescription. So you, you will have a teledoc appointment um, with a licensed, legitimate doctor in your state. And they will then prescribe you hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or both. And they'll send it to a local pharmacy, a mom-and-pop pharmacy, that will actually distribute it. 
because most big pharmacies these days won't do that either. So yeah, your Walgreens, your CVS, that's not happening there. It. Kroger, it's not happening there. You got to go to a local mom and pop pharmacy for this stuff. And trust me when I say this, this is huge. And what she says about don't wait, do it now before it's too late. Because, yeah, this is definitely a Boy Scout moment. You, it's, it's way better to be ready than to be on the other end of this where you're not ready and you don't have the drugs. I so, mean, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin should be part of your medicine cabinet, like your standard first aid kit that's going in your, you know, your oh shit box. Like yeah. we've got an oh shit box out in the garage. That's what I call it. It's got, you know, 50 pounds of beans and rice and canned foods and life straws, um, things like that. Uh, you know, extra contact lenses and toiletries and standard medications. This should be in your oh shit box right there with all of your other stuff for when the shit hits the fan and we come to that oh shit moment, you're going to want it because you don't know that you're going to be able to get it when you really need it. So now is the time. Do not wait. And you can save 5% off your order with the promo code defiant at drstellamd.com, drstellamd.com. Which leads us into our next, uh, you know, you can go to MyPillow as well. Mike Lindell, help out another great patriot. If you type in the promo code defiant, and uh, again, we'll attach our 1-800 number. If you don't want to use the computer and you just want to go 1-800 number, uh, we'll attach that to the bottom of this. It also works at mystore.com, which I was on the other day, which is really neat. And he's starting to get more vendors on every day. You'll save up to 66% your order, uh, Defiant as a promo code, and get your MyPillow products. Uh, VLAN's got her <laughs> MyPillow slippers on. They're amazing. We sleep on a MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream Sheets. We've got the MyPillows. Trust me, folks, you want to change your sleep habits, go to MyPillow.com. Just take five minutes. Also, don't forget Cultural Life 1972. If you go on Cultural Life 1972, you type in promo code Patriot Party. That's going to get you 10% off your order. Again, you're helping another great organization, another great cause. You're getting, you know, clothes from a U.S. vendor who is making the clothes here in America. And you don't have to worry about the ships and the ports. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's going to get to you. Um, shipping's a little bit different, but it's going to get to you. And the greatest part is you're helping the culture of life. You are not supporting the culture of death, which I think we all agree with. Uh, if you listen to us, you know I'm anti-abortion. Um, I believe in doing everything to propagate life. And here is another perfect example of another company, another Patriot company we're willing to support. Dr. Estella, same thing, willing to support her. She's a Patriot through and through. And her title of her book is Let America Live. And by God, I could not believe more in that. And uh, V. Lynn got to play her song tonight, so she's really happy. <laughs> I really am. She's going to be dancing I love the that tonight. song. Mick hates that song for some reason. No, it's not that I hate it. it's boring. I think it's, it's incredibly pertinent to our times. Either way. She said, I hate, I, I love that song. So I listen to it over you're and so over horrible. again. I I, obviously anything. I know all the words by heart because I was sitting here singing along, although you guys couldn't hear me as it was playing in the intro. Either way. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't have much more to say. We're going to go ahead and get her started. We'll let Dr. Stella take us out. But again, please go to her site, visit her site, start talking to her. If you've got questions again, send it to us. If you can't get through to her for whatever reason, send them to us. We'll push them on. If we can get her to answer your questions, or if you've got a question about, you know, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, you want to know, you know, uh, again, her book answers a lot of the questions. There's dosing regulation, there's dosing stuff. Everything is in there. Everything you need to know about. She even talks about people who have the jab. 
She even talks about the jab. So if you've got the jab and you're wondering, well, what do I do now? She's going to tell you. She tells you in this. She'll explain it to you. And then she even tells you where to look up the information if you really want to know. So again, go to her website. Support her. Help support Mike Lindell. Help support the culture of life 1972. Like I said, we're going to bring all these people on. We're going to have them talk to you. They help keep the, the podcast free. But not only that, we're supporting something that we both believe in. We think you should believe in, too, if you listen to us. Um, if you're one of our normal listeners, you probably already do believe in it. So why not help support some of these people instead of supporting people like Jeff, Jeff Bezos or um, Facebook or any of these other people? Let's start supporting our people first. Let's start with America first, as every American first candidate should say. Let's start with America first. And that's my point. That's where I'm going with her. Um, you got anything else? That's it. I love this woman. I can't wait to have her back. All right. And uh, we'll enjoy. Thanks enjoy for listening. It. And welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovely, beloved, better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And today we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Um, Ma'am, we've heard tons about you. Um, I've I've seen a bunch of stuff on you. I saw you know what you did down in Dallas. Um, plus, obviously, uh, there's a little known thing that people do not know about you, and that you have your own ministry, um, which is really primarily what we wanted to talk about today. At least Velen wanted to talk about. Yes. Um, but for our listeners who don't know who you are, do me a favor. Just give us a brief rundown on who Dr. Estelle Emanuel is and what she's trying to do here in America. Yes. Um. I'm a physician, originally from Cameroon, Central Africa. Came here over 30 years ago, did my training here, got uh, into residency, finished, opened a practice, then moved to Houston and started a practice running on, I'm actually a trained pediatrician. Then I worked in the emergency room for years and years and years. So just became like really, really good at it. And then I came out, opened a practice in Houston just before COVID hit. In fact, the law had told me to move to Houston and I moved to Houston. I opened the practice in November, in September, 2019. And by March, 2020, COVID hit. I was just in time. And the, the practice that I was running, the guy had a lot of, it was uh, a Japanese doctor that had passed away. And he had a lot of, you know, people from Japan, China. So can you imagine our terror when we heard about um, COVID coming in. So that is kind of where I was. So it was just divine providence. God just orchestrated everything. If you read my book, my book is out right now. I don't know what I tell you. Let America Live, Exposing the Hidden Agenda Behind the 2020 Pandemic. If you read my book, it actually kind of tells you the journey. How I, I was in Louisiana and the Lord told me to move to Houston. And I said, okay, I, I moved, you know. So I was right there when this whole thing hit. And it was scary. Those, we had PPE. We had, you know, all kinds of, you know, we, we were dressed as if we were going to outer space. We were terrified. And then somebody told me that um, they are using hydroxychloroquine abroad. I, I trained in Africa. I grew up in Africa taking chloroquine, mefloquine, and, you know, camopine, daraprine for malaria, Sunday, Sunday medicine. So when they told me about hydroxychloroquine, I was like, whoa, that's right up my alley. I have given people traveling abroad, going to malaria endemic zones. I know the medications. I know they are safe. We give it to pregnant women. We give it to children. We give it to all kinds of people. So I was excited. I said, okay, great. So I just started using the malaria dose. And I started treating patients. I mean, it was miraculous. If your patient came in that was one or two days sick, you gave them malaria, I gave them the medication. Within a day, within 48 hours, they turned around. So it was so amazing that 
I was so excited that by the time I had treated like maybe the, my, my 15th patient and the turnaround was really fast. We had, it became an issue of if you came, there was a, a couple that came, one had been sick for like a week. The other one had just gotten sick and we treated them the same way. The one that had been sick for a week got a little sicker, ended up in the hospital, did not get intubated, got released, but everybody else just got better like really fast. And I was so excited. I went online, I was telling the doctor groups, hey, we have treatment for COVID. It's doing well. We're treating, yes, we're using these medications and they are working. And then of course, by then we had Zelenko had, had some protocols and then Dr. Didi Rao in France had some protocols. So we basically just combined all of those and then we started treating patients. I went online, I was talking about it on, on Facebook in this big doctor groups, over 30,000 doctors. To my greatest shock, they attacked me. Especially when Trump had just come out to say that hydroxychloroquine worked. They attacked me, they're like, oh no, it doesn't work. Oh no, I know you wish it works. No, we need a randomized double-blinded study. It was just wild. So that is how we started the fight. And that is how I met Dr. Oso, well, you know, Robin and all these other, you know, doctors that were just fighting the same battle. So we kind of started gravitating together. Somebody like, oh, did you see this other doctor in this place? They are, they are doing the same fight. So that's how we started gravitating together, which culminated in us meeting Simone Gold and then having the, 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 the situation at the Supreme Court. By the time we got to the Supreme Court, I was done fighting the sweet battle. I was done being good, nice Miss Doctor. I was like, this is not a, a, a medical battle. This is not science. This is a spiritual battle. And God had showed me many times that it was a spiritual battle. So by the time I got there, I was like, you cannot keep coming into a street fight with a suit. So I took off my suit and I was, I was ready to box. So that is where I was when I got to the Supreme Court. I was getting there. I told my family, I said, you know, I'm going to DC. I'm not going to let Americans die. I'm not just going to keep quiet. I'm going to speak up. And, you know, if I perish, I perish. So that is where I was. I told them, I said, if I don't come back, that is okay. You, you have to be willing to fight and die for something. They were all like, oh, no, don't go. I said, just, just, just stop it. So so, that's, so when I got to this, I was in high speed. I was ready to rumble. I was ready to say whatever I needed to say. So that day, and I didn't know that God had castrated everything ready to take me international. So that day I was like, yeah, hydroxychloroquine works. Fauci is lying. We want a pee sample, you know, all kinds of, you know. And it just, it went crazy viral. And of course they came after me. They didn't come after me for talking about hydroxychloroquine because when I went there that day, I did not say, I came to talk about hydroxychloroquine treating COVID. I know I was not there to talk about casting demons out of people. I was not there to talk about other things, but CNN decided to go and pull up my ministry and I started trying to bash it. And you know why? Because when they went and pulled up my ministry, they found out that I actually knew the secrets of what's going on. So they tried to go, oh, yeah, she believes in demons. She believes in aliens. There are demons and some of them are aliens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they just started bashing it. And then I came out at her, I said, yo, put, put me in a room with one of those CNN anchors and I will cast demons out of them. They'll be slitting on the floor like snakes. That kind of just got, I'm sure they were like, oh no, be quiet before this girl decides to actually come and cast demons out of us. So that's how they stopped bashing me, basically CNN. But it was all out there and everything. But that is kind of how the ministry got dragged into it. And I do believe it was God orchestrating everything. You know, the more they tried to silence me, the more they tried to do all that, the more it went more and more. People were just like, who is this woman? What's going on? And it's God that has kept me out here talking, you know? So we came back, I came back to Houston and did what I do best. I'm a physician, I'm a clinician. I take care of patients. I'm not a, I'm not one of those laboratory doctors that is looking at stuff in the micro, microscope. I take care of patients. I think now we've taken care of over 80,000 patients. We have, we've had a few deaths because more and more sick people are coming to see us. 
People are showing up in our clinic with a oxygen of 70. People are checking themselves out of emergency room and coming to our clinic. That's how crazy this is. I tell people right now, do whatever you have to do to not end up in the hospital. Everything. Right now, I am so, I am crying. I am speaking. I'm shouting there on the rooftop. Now, 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 before the winter hits, before people get sick, make sure you get on hydroxychloroquine. Make sure you get on ivermectin. We can give you. We have doctors in all 50 states. We have pharmacists, mom and pop pharmacists in all 50 states. If you go on our website, drstellamd.com, drstellamd.com, you go sign up and you'll be able to get treatment for your patient, for your family. And please, please, if there's anything you can invest in right now, is getting this treatment before you end up in the hospital. As the winter is coming, we're not going to know what is the flu is. RSV is, is rhinovirus. We're not going to know. You know what I'm saying? So it is just better. And because the flu is a coronavirus, hydroxychloroquine will probably prevent you from having it too. So I, that's why my cry right now is that everybody go online, go on drstellamd.com. In fact, your audience, I'll give them, you know, if they go, if they come, if they use your, uh, your defiant, they can get a 5% off if they go on our website. We'll give them a discount because I know things are hard for people right now. And, you know, we also did something else. We put together um, a vitamin. We call it uh, COVID bites. It has vitamin C, D, zinc, and positin in one pill. This is like immune support for COVID. Vitamin C, D, zinc, positin. You know, positin is a weak iron of hope. There are people that have actually just really taken positin and did well. So we put vitamin D, C, zinc, and positin in one pill. So that is that is really been a, we can barely keep it on. We can barely keep supplies. And so that we want people to be to support their immunity. We want them to get the hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Keep it in your house. Sunday, Sunday medicine. Take it once a week. That's it. You take it once a week. You take your vitamins. I mean, you don't have to get it. They can get it over the counter to zinc, vitamin C, D, you know. If you, if you take that, then you're not going to get sick. I, and even, I mean, I'm saying this because I have been in the forefront of treating patients for 18 months. People have been sneezing on me, breathing on me. I give breathing treatments. I give everything. I've not gotten sick. Not just because I'm safe, sanctified, and fueled with the Holy Ghost, and I am, but I'm also taking hydroxychloroquine and I'm taking my vitamins. That is what the <clears> advice <throat> for everybody. Well, Whether it's Delta, Lambda, Pfizer, it doesn't matter. You, I, I got to tell you this. I, I'm right there with you. I've been dealing with folks that have been sick since the beginning of this thing. I'm a firefighter. I'm an EMT on the side. I do all that on my other job. My Well, my first job. My second job is I do it somewhere else. But <clears throat> as my first job, I've been a firefighter. We show up the house. Uh, I've had people, you know, sick people around me all the time with COVID. Everybody else is wearing masks. I wasn't. And everybody looked at me like, what are you, crazy? And I said, no. I just, I, <clears throat> I don't believe it's that bad. I believe that I'm going to get through it no matter what. I might get sick, but I'm not going to die from it. I'm not in the age group. I don't have the comorbidities. I'm healthy. I'm not worried about it. And I've been around it more than most people have. And I can tell you right now, I still haven't gotten sick. Um, any, right now, I've got horrible allergies because whatever's blooming here in Georgia is just killing me like every time I step out my door, but it's really bad. But either way, I have not been sick either. I have not gotten ill. I've been around a lot of sick people and I've treated them and I have put them in an ambulance and sent them off to the hospital. Um, yeah, we've gone through our, you know, we have to go get deconned and everything before we go back into service. But even that, I still still haven't gotten sick, still haven't even gotten, you know, I haven't gotten anything. 
and I've been perfectly fine. I've been doing this since the beginning of this thing. Still haven't gotten sick. I will raise my hand and say, yeah, I did get the vaccine. I got the first version, that the one prior to February 3rd where Joe Biden got to enter graphene oxide and all that other wonderful stuff into it. I got the first one with all the rest of the first responders because I figured, well, I don't want to bring it home. I don't want to give it to my family, and I, I know I'm around it, so I'm not going to take that risk just in case, just for their safety. And that was before we really knew what was in the the, the jab. Now that I know what's in the jab, and I've had my blood tested since then. And this is the crazy thing. I had my blood drawn by a doctor um, who works out of Bethesda. I'm not going to say his name on here because he'll get in trouble. He's a military doctor. So he drew my blood. I have no spike proteins in my blood. How is that possible? Well, God is good. And I, I truly believe that he has a purpose. We were led by God to, to do what we're doing here. Um, we've become moderately successful in what we're doing purely through the grace of god we've we're just along for the ride i i tell mick that all the time we're just along for the ride we're we're just we're following our path we're going where we're led um i was sick i did have covid i was one of the very first people i was like patient zero in georgia i work in a hotel and i got it from an fbi team who had just come back from wuhan in february and i was sick for six weeks so and i mean like 104 degree fever um felt like i got hit by a truck and he slept next to me every night and he he never got sick and this was you know well before they even knew what covid was um, I've been tested for antibodies since then, and I'm, I still have strong antibodies a year and a half later. Um, so, and I would never get the jab because I'm allergic to all vaccines. And you have antibodies. It doesn't and I have antibodies. If but, you have antibodies, you shouldn't be get, getting a vaccine when you have robust natural immunity. That is why I say this whole thing is crazy. And um, I tell people all the time, I said COVID by itself was just a Trojan horse for vaccines. Yes, the vaccine came first. They actually developed that in starting for humans in 2012. And COVID virus wasn't patented until, what, 2019. So, yes, the COVID was designed so they could roll the vaccines. Why would they pattern a virus? Because pattern wild viruses. Correct. It was made in the lab. It was made in the lab, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We've mixed proven that beyond a shadow of a doubt in in previous episodes, actually. But... um, my my concern for people, I, I mean, I'm incredibly grateful that Mick has no spike proteins, that he's still healthy, that he's had no discernible side effects from the jab. And I have him on, you know, uh, turmeric and, um, you know, anti-inflammatory vitamins as well as... He needs to get on hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. He needs to get on it. Yeah. And then this is what I say, right? Um, because... On a deep spiritual part in this thing, the whole issue is about turning us to human 2.0. If you go to the Bible in the book of Genesis, Genesis 6, the Bible says that the, the sons of God came, they slept with the daughters of men, they produced hybrids, and there were Nephilims in the land. They were violent. The all flesh was corrupted before God. And then if you go to the book of Daniel chapter 2 from like verse 42 to 45, it talks about the prophet Daniel in 600 BC saw a revelation. Uh, no, interpreted the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar had gone to sleep thinking to himself, what is going to happen after me? And then God was gracious to come and show Nebuchadnezzar what's going to happen as the world goes. And he showed that Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom was the head of gold, and the kingdoms were all going to come down to the feet, which was going to be a mixture of iron 
and Marie Clay. Clay is you and I, we were made from dead. Iron is AI or other. So uh, this, he saw that and he saw this day when they were going to be trying to merge machine and human beings like, you know, bionic man or, you know, um, the $6 million man and stuff like that, bionic woman. <laughs> so that is what they have been trying to do. Uh, and this thing is done in Defense Academy, um, DAPA. There was a, a, a lecture given by um, Charles Morgan in, in, in a West, at West Point, talking about how they are trying to program everybody. They want us to be human 2.0. And then uh, Amy Cruz used to work for DAPA. She now works for the Platypus Institute, which is human enhancement. And he says that our brains are archaic and we need to be upgraded. All, all these things sounds like a science. If you hear about CRISPR technology, CRISPR technology is able to splice your genes, introduce a code into your, into your body. And that code is supposed to tell them what to do, tell your body what to do, produce hormones, produce diseases or, or, or cure diseases. CRISPR technology sounds like a great technology. If they were, we have all these muscular dystrophies, we have cystic fibrosis, we have sickle cell. CRISPR technology sounds like something that is great to treat these diseases. But guess what? Nobody's using it to treat those diseases. They want to use it to change human beings to a human 2.0. CRISPR technology came out, I think, it's not too, maybe in the 2010, 12, that's when CRISPR technology came out. So they want to be able to splice you. If you listen to Kaiser, the Moderna CEO, they said they are hacking the software of life, introducing a code into your body. So that, that way in the future, any disease that comes through, all they have to do is work on that code and it will if, affect you. So if you read in the book of Revelation, you know, I have a show called Where Bible Science and Current Events Meet. Because right now we're in Bible days, seeing so-called science and right, coming right in front of us. For people that have taken the vaccine, and you're one of them, and I'm just going to say that for people that have taken the vaccine, they've introduced a code into your body, a code that is not human, a code that is demonic. And this is what I tell people. If it is Luciferian, because all this exotic technology is Luciferian. If it is Luciferian, then it, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows. And we've had a lot of patients, people that have come to us that had the vaccine, and we're scared when they realized it was dangerous. One lady, I can remember this evangelist lady, she flew all the way from Georgia to her ministry here because we do deliverance. When we're praying for her, cleansing her body from that demonic material, the place where she took the vaccine started vibrating. In the spirit, she saw an L-shaped chip leave her. You know something? So you can go through spiritual cleansing to deal with the demonic corruption of your system. And then you can go on hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin to deal with anything that can be happening in the physical. I do believe that is not the mark yet, but the Bible says in Revelation 13, verse 17, that you will not be able to shop or work without taking the mark, the number of the beast or the name of the beast. Right now, we're dealing with the name of the beast and the number of the beast. We have not gotten to the mark yet. We're gonna get there soon. If we don't, if we don't stop, come, if we don't start non-compliance, they're going to drive us into it very soon. So there is hope because we're not yet, it is the mark. When you take the mark, you're doomed forever. But if, you, if, you, if it's the number and the name, the power in the blood of Jesus still cleanses. Even the Bible says in Revelation 18 that God was still looking for people to repent. So what I tell people that if you've been terrified into it, deceived into it, repent. 
repent and ask the Lord to forgive you. Lord, I didn't know. Have, have mercy on me, forgive me. And then we'll pray for the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus to just cleanse you. The, I did a show on Brighton that uh, deliverance for the vaccinated. It actually just go through deep cleansing prayers and it works. I mean, we've I've prayed for so many people that have taken the vaccine and there's a spiritual reaction in their body. Yes, and that spiritual reaction. So you see, the Lord Jesus redeemed you and I from the Adamic nature. What changed us from being dead to, to God to being alive? You know, it's, it's the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of regeneration. You know what I'm saying? What happened when you get saved is actually a spiritual DNA change. It is the same thing that happened when Adam and Eve were in the, in the garden and they sinned. There was a corruption in their DNA. There was a corruption in their spiritual DNA that took them from being alive with God to being dead to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So we, we need a spiritual regeneration. And I think it's the prayer of the saints that's going to deal with this. You know, so let me just, add, when I say deep things like this, I like to pray before I continue so that the minds of people will hear. If not, the devil will just be jamming it. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that people that are listening to me, they will hear me clearly in the name of Jesus. I take authority over the prince of the power of the air. I silence any voice that can try to jam what I'm saying in Jesus' name. Lord, that my voice will go clearly. They will hear the voice of hope, the voice of healing, the voice of deliverance in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, begin to clear the veil of darkness, the fear that is upon people that are listening to the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. I come against every power from the pit of hell that wants to destroy the lives of our people right now in the name of Jesus and everything that is sitting upon the minds and the souls that the corruption upon the minds by the power in the blood of Jesus. I break it. I break that power of bewitchment and control over the minds of people right now in the name of Jesus, in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So that is what we tell people that, you know, there is hope because where, where there's life, there's hope. The Lord is still calling people to repent. The Lord is calling people to come back to him. I mean, this is it's not something that you do with people. You actually just get in your face and just say, Lord, tell the Lord, say, Father, I am sorry. I took this vaccine. I didn't know. They are, I was deceived into it. They threatened me into it. Right now that I know the truth, that I've taken something that is changing the way you created me, have mercy on me and pray for the blood. And before we go off, give me like five minutes, I will pray for the vaccinated so that for the cleansing. So that is what I would advise. And then, of course, make sure whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, right now people are dying in our hospitals. Thank God that Delta has kind of gone down a little, little bit. But people don't die in the hospitals because they are vaccinated or unvaccinated. They are dying in the hospitals because they are withholding treatment from them. Not only that, they are giving treatments like remdesivir that knocks out their kidneys so they are practically killing people, you know? So um, we need to figure out who are these people that are killing people in the hospital? Who are these people that are making these laws? Who are these people that are pushing vaccination upon children that don't even get COVID? It is time for the world to wake up and realize that we're in the twilight zone. We're not living among humans. There are people among us that are not humans. And we need to come into terms with it. We, we, we cannot keep sticking our head in the sand and just believe, oh, no, 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 this cannot be real. We need to come to the terms with a deep spiritual battle that we're fighting. So that way we can, you cannot 
confront something. You cannot conquer something that you don't confront. And you cannot confront something you don't identify. And human beings need to wake up. We are not dealing with spiritual entities. We're not just dealing with human beings that are possessed by the devil. We're dealing with a mixed multitude. And the Bible talks about it in the book of Daniel, that there's gonna, machine and man are going to mix. If you read in the book of Revelation 13, from verse 14, and if you have your Bible, anybody listening to me, open it and read it. The Bible says that the devil was going to deceive human beings, that they will make images unto the devil. The devil will have power to give life to these images that they will both speak and they will cause as many as will not take the mark to be killed. Let me show you. The devil has power to give life to the images of the beast. So what is this image that they are talking about? It's in, if you, you know, what, what are we, what, what is really, what are these images? If you, Revelation 13 says here, he deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of the miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, that the dead that dwell on the earth should make an image unto the beast. Verse 15 says, he had power to give breath, to give life to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast will both speak and cause as many as will not worship the image of the beast to be killed. The image of the beast will cause as many as will not take the vaccine to be killed. The image of the beast will cause as many that will not worship their fake, this thing to be killed. What is this, what is this issue about the image of the beast? The devil in this time has deceived human beings to make clones, image. And the devil has power to give breath to the image. It is so deep and diabolic that some of these people that are talking, like the Fauci's and the Bidens, if you look at them, they are probably not human. Maybe the original, this is the deception. This is the major deception, the deep deception behind all this. And I call all these human beings that are being allowed themselves to be deceived by the devil, I call them useful idiots. Why do I call them useful idiots? Because if the devil comes to you and say that, don't worry, this is what he's telling them, that they're gonna live forever. You know, man's fear of death is the reason for all evil, for most of this evil. He told them that they're gonna live forever. So he tells them that, well, if you die, we're, not gonna we're gonna download your brain to the internet of things. And they were gonna clone you. And then we're gonna put your brain back up and then you're gonna to continue to live. Yes, you're gonna die. Yes, you will be cloned. But when you die, you're gonna to go to hell. The clone that they're gonna make of you, the devil will give it breath. There'll be a demonic spirit living in that clone that will not be you. So we don't even know what a Fauci, I, I, I can be, Fauci sounds like legions. We don't even know that people like Fauci are still human, whether the original Fauci is still alive. A lot of this. So when you talk things that the people say it's a conspiracy theory, they know. You will see people in Hollywood that freeze, that have clones. You will know that these are clones. These are not human beings. So you will see them when they were regular, and then you see them when they cross to the dark side, and they will do the most evil thing, and they have no soul. You look at some of these people, people that are arguing that if you rip babies out of people's womb at nine months, they are blood drinkers. But you see, this is the issue with those clones. This is the issue with those blood drinkers. They need flesh to eat. They need to drink blood and eat flesh to be alive. That is why they're in hospital killing our people. If you read in the book of, of, of Isaiah chapter 24, 
from verse, no, Isaiah chapter 49 from verse 24. It says, shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captives delivered? The prey means people that are, the prey are just people that do not do anything and they got captured. But who are the lawful captives? The lawful captives are those that probably went and signed for the vaccine. You did it yourself. You went there and you signed the paper and they stopped you. But the Bible says that even the captives of the mighty shall be delivered and the prey of the terrible shall be taken away. For God will contend with those that are contending with us. He will save our children. He will feed those that are oppressing us with their own flesh and they shall be drunken with their own blood as with sweet wine. So there's a judgment upon these flesh eaters and blood drinkers that are killing our people. And the Bible is saying that even if you did it, if you repent, there is deliverance. God says, even the captives of the mighty, the prey of the terrible shall be taken away. So the only thing we need to do is repent as a nation, as a people. If you read in the book of Job, Job 1 talks about an army that has come into the land that has teeth like lion, has devastated everywhere. The wine, the new wine has been taken away from the church. The churches have been locked up, ministries broken down, pastors closed down, businesses tore up. Everything has been taken away from the people. This is Joel 1. There's an army that has come into the land. A nation has come into the land. These creatures, this mixed breed, this iron mingled with clay that have come into the land. But the Bible says in the book of Joel 1 and Joel 2 that you should blow a trumpet in Zion. Call a solemn assembly. Call people to get together and pray. They will leave all the fluff and all the crazy stuff we do, lay on our faces and cry out to God. And when that happens, God is going to raise another army that will come in and clear this evil army, and then we will have revival. That is the word, the word of God. So if you read Joel, Joel 1, 2, and 3, is actually talking about this invasion, this invasion by strange creatures. So this invasion is discussed in the Bible in many places. It's just that most people don't read the scripture enough to see it. And we are at the time right now. Our generation cannot be the first generation that will just hand over our world to the devil without a fight. And a lot of the people that are fighting the patriots, they are fighting in the physical. They're not fighting in the spiritual. Spiritual battles are fought spiritually. We have been on this, we have been on the uh, on, on the uh, on the warfare business right now since last year, August. We pray three, four hours every single day. Deep warfare, judging the enemy, commanding them to be exposed. And I know there are many other people praying from all over the world. And this is what is scattering this battle in the physical. Because when you pray in the physical, in the spirit, the decisions you make in the spirit show up in the physical. That is why they are getting more and more frustrated. They are, they are pushing the thing more and more. They are wanting people to get, uh, uh, you know, they get uh, boosters. Why? Because something is destroying that stuff in the people's body. As the, as, as the saints are praying, God is answering and something is destroying their plan. Because if not, why would they be wanting you to get a booster? Why would they want you to get another job? You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot that is happening in the spirit. And the more the church comes together to pray and fight, the more we're going to have victory. The more we stop complying. Because you see, people are waking up from all over the world. As we pray, people wake up. As we pray, people wake up. As we fight, people wake up. So we need to fight the battle as a medical battle as a fake science battle. Why do I call it fake science? Because none of the stuff that they are saying is real science. What science says you that had COVID and had robust antibodies should get a vaccine? That's not science. 
What science says a child that does not have COVID should get a vaccine? What science says 15,000 people have died from this report and we should still go around and force people to take a vaccine? Right now, before I came on this show, I had some major pastors from Nigeria call me. They are governors mandating vaccines in Nigeria. Why? There's no COVID in Nigeria. Everybody, when they get a little fever, they go to the store and they get malaria medicine. People don't get COVID in Nigeria like that, or in even my country like that. They just go to and they get a, they get a medicine. So why are they forcing vaccine on a community of people that most of them have never seen a COVID case, even heard about a COVID case? Why? Because everybody takes Daraprim, everybody takes Camopin something, and those things knocks out the COVID. Now they are mandating vaccine. So I had a, a call today from one of the major pastors and some lawyers that want to start filing suits out there. And like they are fighting, the world is waking up and fighting worldwide. We're not going to be the first generation for the devil to walk in and just take our world. We're going to fight him and push him to the pit where he belongs. So people, you know, so this is kind of, you know, where the battle is. And most of this stuff that I'm talking about is in my book because the Lord started showing me about this battle way back in 2011. In 2011, that's when God showed me that there were going to be a mixed breed in the land. And I started talking about it. I feel like, oh, come on, Dr. Mario, you're intense. What you're saying is crazy. You're a cook, you know. And here we are. I started talking about this, but now everybody's like calling me, like, please come and tell us about them Nephilims. When I did messages about it, CNN was like, oh, she believes that in aliens. Uh huh, yeah, because they're themselves talking are aliens. They should come. One hour in the room, I'll prove to them that they're aliens. Because the blood of Jesus, when we release it, some stuff is going to start happening in them. That is the prayer. That is where we are right now, fighting this battle in the spirit where it belongs. While we also say get prevention, so there's a there's a step plan. Make sure you get you get on prevention, you get on Sunday Sunday medicine, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. You can get it on our website, drstellamb.com. Like make sure you get on your vitamins, vitamin C, D, zinc, quercetin. You know, make sure you keep your immunity strong. Get good fresh air. You know, go out. Don't be wearing masks outside. If you don't have to wear a mask. Like when I get on the plane, I was like, oh, let me put on my mind control device. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you don't have to wear one of those things, don't wait. You know something? Make sure you do that. Make sure you get information and share information. It's an information war too going on. And then pray like crazy. Because at the bottom line, it's a spiritual battle. And spiritual battles are fought spiritually. And those that are going to stand and overcome in this time are those that fight it spiritually. One other thing that I tell people these days, stock up food. Stock up water, stock up your medications because it's gonna be there's gonna be the storm before they come. Stock up food. We are gonna be here for the beginning of tribulation. If we go into tribulation, if God does not deliver us from this craziness, if we go into tribulation, there's gonna be a time where there's gonna be a famine, and you can see it happening in the physical. You go to the stores right now, there's no food. They are setting us up for famine. The, the supply chains are cut. The grocery stores are empty. So wake up and. You know, be like the ants. The Bible says we should be like the ants that stores up food in the winter, in the summer, knowing that by winter there will be no food. So we need to wake up and realize that, you know, don't get to a stage where you can't feed your family. You know, that, that if they come after you and say, if you don't get vaccinated, you won't feed your family. I have enough food to feed myself and my family and many other people for, for maybe three years or more. We're not quite there. We've got probably three or four months worth of food stocked up, um, but we're we're working on it. Um, there's actually, it, there's a running joke in our house, Dr. Stella, that uh, my children and I are aliens um, because I am not clonable. And uh, well, uh, the running joke is that we're defend, uh, 
descended from the Nephilim because we're RH negative, and I'm sure you know how. No, that's not true. I, I know that, that's why I said it's a running joke. Um, actually, <laughs> uh, but RH. Aliens. Are, As Christians, uh, hmm? As Christians, we're aliens. Oh yeah, um, but I came to the same conclusion that you did just through a different route, and I I love. I love it when that happens. You know, we come to this, the same end, but taking different paths. Um, yes. you know, we broke down, Mick speaks nine languages or something ridiculous like that, but, uh, and my kids learning Latin in school, and we broke down what the meaning of DNA and RNA actually is. So DNA, dioxyribonucleic acid, translates literally to the truth of the one God in the fire inside you. And then ribonucleic acid translates to the translator to the fire inside you. And mm. the messenger RNA, the mRNA, it brings the message from the truth of the one God and the fire inside you to the translator and back again. When you change that message, what happens? I think that the jab is disconnecting people from God at the genetic level. Yes, yes. Yes, and that's then people are losing that protection, and and God can no longer see you or feel you or know your name. Your name is no longer written in the book of life. So I've been advising people, and I've been praying with people on Telegram and on on Twitter. You know, we get on these calls, um, these voice calls on Telegram and Twitter, and I'm on one almost every night. And I've been praying with people, especially people that have taken the jab, and asking God to recognize them. Um, and regenerate them, yes. Yes, and, and to, to reconnect them to the source, to reconnect them to God at the genetic level. And, and we've had very similar results to what you're describing. People feel like they've, they've been, um, like something was missing, like something was taken away from them and they've gotten it back. That's how it's been described to me. And recent, just yesterday, actually, I found, are you familiar with Father Savas uh, Agiortis? Um, he's Italian. He's a Catholic priest monk, and he describes several spiritual testimonies um, of priest monks after taking the vaccine and their experience, uh, exorcists as well, speaking to demons. Mm -hmm. And these priest monks are saying that after they've taken the vaccine, they can no longer they can no pray. They can't feel the Lord. I mean, some of the mo the holiest people, the most spiritual people that they consider themselves to be on the planet, they they can no longer pray. They can no longer yes. God. Um, and these during these exorcists, these demons were telling yes. the priest mm -hmm. monks that they are using the vaccine to get into people, to put demonic spirits into people mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they have to be disconnected from God in order for the demons to enter them and take them over. Um, mm -hmm. Mix of a very devout Catholic I'm I'm a very spiritual, devout person, although I don't really like to bind myself particularly to a single religion because I think religion is just another means of control in a lot of ways. I, I prefer oh. to have my own relationship with God, um, but I I love you know I I love getting almost validation of of what I know to be true from someone who's taken another path to come to the, the same end and get the same results. So that's just fantastic. And I got to say, I think you kind of made mixed day as well, because he's been talking for quite some time about how the people in power, quote unquote, are, are not human, that they're robots or clones or whatever it is. Um, because as he put it, he we actually to refer conclusion. to them on, on this show as blanks. Yeah. We, 
uh, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, what was it? Uh, at, at World's End. At World's End. Yeah, yeah. it was like a that. Simon Pegg movie. It's actually pretty funny. It's just a comedy, but it was kind of scary. Yeah, if you actually watch it, it you kind of watch it, and it kind of explains like how people are replaced, and all of a sudden they're there's they call them blanks, and uh, mm-hmm. blanks when you hit them hard enough, they pop open, and there's nothing but ink inside them, and it's really crazy they start to realize that wait a minute why are people being replaced and then they realize this is all one huge problem and they get to the end of it and they finally figure out what the problem is but it's not so much a holy movie as it is funny but it was just comical because all of a sudden one day we were watching uh we were watching tv and we saw joe biden all of a sudden he started doing this like weird shaking thing and his head started moving and i was just like that's his whole his program just rewrote it like it started again it was like a pause it was like max hedrum from back in the 80s you remember max hedrum he'd be like hey, hey, hey. and he'd start talking he was like why is he twitching you know and all of a sudden he'd be like yep. you remember clinton yes yes there's a lot of you know how uh it's very interesting how i came by this you know i've always been a prayer warrior okay good so on day 99 you know, you see, you start saying deep things like this and the computer starts going crazy. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. Anyway, so on day 19, we had this 100-day program. We prayed in 2011. We prayed 100 days. On day 99, I had this interesting dream. I was in my house and these people came dressed, you know, very nicely, like men in black almost. A lot of them, they came into the compound. So when you've been praying for 100 days, you're a spiritual giant. So I started beating them up, picking them and just you know, flinging them on the tree, knocking them around, picking one of them and using them to cane the other ones. It was like I was doing all this Rambo stuff in the spirit. After a few minutes, they told me that, stop, you can't kill us. We are genetically modified human beings. That there are a lot of us around. It is not our time yet. When it's our time, we will manifest. We came to see what you guys were doing. Then they told me somebody I knew in the physical. So she's one of them. And that if she will just accept who she is, she will live a better life than what she's doing right now. And then everything that that girl used to do was explainable. That was weird and crazy. And then the Lord told me to move to Houston. So I remember when I came to Houston first and I did a program, I was in Louisiana prior. And then I also, I, I have this, I write these things very deeply in my books because they've been like a walk with the Lord to get to where I am, you know. I had this dream, and in the dream, I was seeing people. They told me it was 2004, it was 2012, and they showed me that in 2016, the world. So you could see demons and human beings walking together. And you see people swimming in the, in the swimming pool in a hotel, in the lake or something. You see mermaids and human beings. And it's like the human beings don't realize that the other people are other. Or they'll be walk, two, three people will be walking. One, one will be a human being, the other two will be a demon. Or, and they were just walking around talking as if they don't realize that the other person is not human. So the Lord showed me this. So these are the spooky things the Lord has been showing me. You know, in 2016, I started crying out. In the beginning in January, I was going to give a prophetic word for the year. And I was like, what is going on, Lord? You said something crazy was going to happen in 2016. I wrote about this in, in face, on Facebook. That night, I had a dream. In that dream, there was a fog over the land. And in that fog, people were having a lot of respiratory symptoms. It was like people were just coughing and coughing and coughing and having like a lot of respiratory symptoms. Like they would, it was just, it covered the whole nation. You know, we were standing outside of the fog, but we could see people just coughing, coughing. I wrote about this. 
on Facebook, 2016, January 12th. So the next day I was like, Father, what is going on? I started praying, I started crying, I started praying and crying. I said, God, give us dominion. And of course, God gave us dominion in 2016. The government changed hands. On the 12th, when I started praying, the Lord showed me. And we, I came into a place and everybody was laid out on the face and we we're just praying, we we're crying, we we're praying, we we're just seeking God. That is the way out. Like it happened in the days of Nineveh. When Jonah went and preached to Nineveh, the Ninevites came out, they laid out on their face, they prayed, they cried, they repented before God, they sought the face of the Lord and God delivered Nineveh. My problem with our generation is that how could we be this afflicted? And we don't, we can't find our way back to the mercy seat. We can't find our way back to God. We can't even, it's like we're just, you know, it's like you're in the bush and you're getting beaten up and you just, you're just wandering around. You can't find your way back to the light of God. You know what I'm saying? So this is what we're praying for, that God will open the hearts of people, that God will take the veil off the minds of people and that people will be able to come back to him, the fountain of living water where they can be healed, they can be delivered, they can be transformed. You see, the blood of Jesus, like I say, is the blood that speaketh better things upon our lives than the blood of Abel. The blood of Jesus is regenerating. It's the blood of regeneration. I remember once I was praying for somebody and this guy had been in your court, Dark, she was from Haiti, dark occult for years. I didn't know what to do. I mean, demons were visiting him. He was going through a lot of torment. That day, the Lord told me, as I was about to pray for the young man, he said, transfuse him. I put my hand upon his head. I said, I transfuse you with the blood of Jesus. Let the regenerating power in the blood of Jesus flow through you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet regenerate you, recreate you, and make you new. As I was praying, this boy started trembling. You could see his veins were shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking for like five minutes as I was praying. And then he looked up. He said, I have never felt this way. His face, his countenance changed. His countenance was brighter and he felt new. God had transfused him. So what we need to do as Christians right now is to release that regenerative power in the blood of Jesus, to cleanse, to transfuse people. In fact, right now on, on Tuesday nights during our prayer line program, we're going to be doing deliverance from the vaccinated. So we're going to set it up that we can have a place for people that have been vaccinated to come for deliverance and to pray for this regeneration. There's still hope. If we wait till they put the mark on you, then you're sealed forever. Right now, people just need to repent. Yes, I agree. Because this the the jab is the precursor to the mark. It's not the mark, but it's it's leading people, um, getting their compliance so that when they mark, they're just gonna hold out their hands or get get it on their forehead, whatever it is. Because I don't think that people can be deceived into taking the mark. I think it's going to be a choice. And too many people have been deceived into taking this jab that I don't think it can be the mark. Um, you know, because you, it is still recoverable. You you can pray and ask to be healed on a spiritual level from taking this jab and, and reconnect with God. Yeah, um, and it's happened to many people, yes. Yeah. And once the mark, once the real mark rolls out, which I think is forthcoming here mm -hmm. soon, um, unfortunately, sooner rather than later, uh, there there is no going back from that. So I I agree. 
So that's what people have to do right now. And the church has to be in the forefront of trying to get people delivered and healed. You know, we, we can't just sit back and, and just chill. And so I tell people, just pray, repent and pray. God is still in the business of cleansing and purging us. The same way he brought us out of the Adamic nature, he can deal with all this stuff in our bodies right now. And to tell you that the prayers of the saints is jamming this stuff. You know, we, we pray prayers like, we jam their communication system. We pray prayers like we send the fire of God to begin to flow through the land and cleanse people. We pray prayers like uh, we command all their vaccines in their vaccine factory. We, we shake every one of it and convert it to the blood of Jesus. We pray crazy prayers. So, and people are praying all over the world. So something is happening to, that, their, to their system. That is why they think that they need to give you a booster. Yeah. And now they are beginning to make mistakes. They are so desperate. They are beginning to make mistakes. Yeah. But we know the end of this story. Jesus wins. And they're not, it's not small mistakes either. They're starting to make big mistakes. It's not even like tiny, like little ones. They're now really screwing up. It's getting to the point now where it's becoming plainly obvious that they are not in control of this. Now, with that though, you've got, how many followers do you have currently with your ministry? Just, I'm just asking. I'm just wondering. I don't hundreds of thousands I, I don't know i think youtube has about maybe 50 something thousand and then facebook i, I, I used to have, i had about 200 and something thousand on twitter and then they kicked me off twitter so i i know clay said that you were up there clay told me that you were up there with number uh followers you were you were i was actually amazed i was like wow that's a lot of people she's really reached out and touched a whole lot of people and how many people how many people worldwide do you think i don't know I can't even, it's only eternity. Remember that when I went viral, people know me all over the world. People have, they have, I mean, I have people calling me from Brazil to do podcasts and everything. I mean, it was God just that day on the Supreme Court was a watershed moment. The whole world was caged in fear. And then that day I stood up and said, no, COVID has a treatment. COVID has a treatment. You don't have to die. You don't have to die from COVID. And the Lord took this thing and viral the ground. There had never been a viral video like that. So it's been God's work just taking it all over the world. You know, it's not even something that I could do in my own strength. If I, if somebody had told me to dream wild, I could never have dreamt that wild, you know. So God is the one that is taking it everywhere and people are watching it everywhere. I did a, a, a video on Human 2.0 and I put it on Rumble. It has like a hundred and something thousand views on Rumble. I know Rumble is not even that popular, that major now. So we, we really have, God is just, it's God that is doing this work showing people that there's a way out. And I mean, there are people in remote villages in Africa, in India, that know Dr. Stella Imano. That's what, that's what I was going to ask you because uh, I spent some time in Kenya. So I understand, uh, I understand the outer limits there. And uh, I've heard you, it wasn't the first time I heard your name was when I actually got involved with doing the podcasting thing. I had heard your name before. And uh, I, I know that you're very popular in Africa. And I was going to ask you about your following in Africa, how many Africans actually follow you, because you have quite a few. You have I a. Don't, I, I don't know. I just know that, you know, God uses my voice all over the world. I don't I don't even know. I can't I can't quantify it. If I could quantify it, then it means that I have some kind of control over it. But I am God's servant. I'm God's handmaiden. And, you know, my times are in his hands. My life belongs to him. Wherever he says go, I go. Whatever he asks me to do, I do. 
So it's really just God really taking it out. I mean, like I said, I get big, I, I, I get big preachers, I get politicians, I get people, different countries talking to me and people that I would never have even thought I would meet in the physical, let alone calling me. So I just know that, um, but it humbles me because it's really just, you know, God's doing. And God needed a spokesperson at this time and I, and I, and I, and I availed myself. And he has trained me. I tell people that I'm a trained sniper, that don't let my smile fool you. I'm a serious spiritual sniper because I've been trained. We've been, I've been, we, we pray four or five hours a day and we've been doing it for years. Do you know what I'm saying? So the reason why I'm able to stand and expose all these nephilims and everything and they don't do anything to me is because I'm God's battle axe and God protects me. When God calls you and anoints you and puts you in a, on a platform, he has his hand over you. So my times are not in the devil's hand. My times are in God's hands. My seasons belong to the Lord. I've died. I died to my own plan, my own purpose, my own ways so long ago. I just live to do God's work. So that you can't kill somebody that's already dead, you know. So that's just right now. It's just that is what I do. God called me, trained me for years. I remember in my when I just got saved not too long ago. The Lord told me I was a prophet of God to the nations. I didn't even know what that meant. You know, but over the years, this is this has been a. If you read my book, that's why I said, you know, this book I call it um, "Let America Live: Exposing the Hidden Agenda Behind the 2020 Pandemic." My journey. Okay, it actually takes you back so, to everything. Where do, I got. where do people get that if they want to read your book? My website. DrStellaMD. DrStellaMD.com. DrStellaMD.com. They can get the book. They can get the vitamins. We even have like N-acetylcysteine. They can also sign up to get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and for your audience give them a discount if they use the word defiant we will give them a five percent discount for your audience so tell it to your audience if they use defiant they get a five percent discount on my book on the vitamins even on the visit so we're trying to kind of see how we can help people get you know give a little breaker and that's you know md.com you have all this information from our website you can go to our ministry website and there are prayers 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 you see this book it talks about the deep spiritual journey that it got me to get here. It also gives you, on the back of, it talks about how we, as America, fell. You know, you know, you know, everything that happened to take us where we are now, all through the the, the ages, all through the uh, you know the Woodstock generation and all that stuff. And then it talks about the, the book ends up with a ten point plan to disciple America back to God. It has prophetic prayers prayers for healing, prayers for deliverance, prayers for the nation. It has prophetic prayers in the back of the book. It also has science. It talks about hydroxychloroquine and the science of it and even puts in some of the, the, the work that people have done on that. It also talks about, it gives you also, uh, if you go across to Mexico and buy your ivermectin, this book has all the protocols that we use. You know, so it, it has everything. So get your copy of the book. It will, you would, you know, it would, um, it will give you a lot of information. It's a manual. It's something that you can use to pray with all the time. I have other doctors that wrote. You know, I have a few other doctors that also wrote. One of my 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 uh, friends that wrote the thing is called um, she wrote Let America Think. She's a psychiatrist. You know, we have we have uh, other doctors that wrote into the book. So it's it's really really um, it's good. Uh, Doctor uh, Ferrari wrote in the book. You know, a divine hand. Why we care? Let America think. Dr. Reynolds, we have a, a How Mask Wearing Damages Minds and Hearts by Dr. Evie Jackson. So it, it's, it's a very, it's a power packed book. It has a lot of information. It has, a, it's like I say, it has science, it has sci-fi, 
he has Jesus, he has protocols for medication, he has prayer points. It's just, it's a manual. When you get it, it's, it's a manual, basically. So go on our website, drstellamd.com. If they use Defiance, they get a break. We, we have your book. We, we, we picked it up at Clay Clark's thing that we both were at in Tulsa. And we picked up about, I don't know, eight other books. So we're trying to, yeah, we've been we've kind of divvying them up, them. trying to get through all of them. I have not finished. I, I started yours on actually the flight back because I was really interested to read it. And uh, I just haven't finished it yet because you I got a little like, distracted ridi- on the flight. Ridiculous. Um, I, I have to say, Dr. Stella, the work you're doing is, is so important, both on both the physical and the spiritual level. I've seen more and more people just desperate to be connected to God. They don't know how. And and I have to say that I feel like I I always felt like I was a spiritual person, a faithful person. I didn't really know what that meant until recently when my faith was kind of handed to me on a silver platter and then shoved down my throat. Um, I think, I think that's the best way that I can describe my own spiritual journey. I I got beaten over the head with my faith until, um, until it became such a part of me that now I feel like I can't even contain it. And it's, uh, it's, it's been an incredible journey. And I hope that more people have that same experience because when you, when you truly accept that God is real. And that's what it is. That's what people don't understand. They think of God as as this, like something Artificial in the background. Artificial being. Yeah. yeah, right? When you truly accept that God is real and God is in control and that, you know, free will is all, all good and fine, but... Um, you got to submit your will to God, yes. Yes, but mm-hmm. yes, exactly. You have to give your will to God and God will tell you what to do and will get you through. And I've been telling this my entire life, but it, I didn't really know what it meant until recently that God never gives you more than you can handle. If you just ask him for the strength to get through it, if you just ask him for help, you will find the strength inside of you because it's mm-hmm. the strength inside of you to get through anything. So I, I, I just, I can't appreciate, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming on and, and connecting with mm-hmm. our audience and our listeners and helping them find God again, um, or for the first time, because it's, it's truly a miraculous experience. Mm-hmm. And the entire- I will pray with people that are listening to before we get off, you know, and um, I want to make sure that uh, people should read the Bible, read Revelation, because you see, everybody thinks that, oh, this is going, what's going to happen? We know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen at the end? The God church is going to get raptured and God is going to blow up the system with a mirror, with a mirror. That's what happens in the book of Daniel. That's what happens in, in Revelation. They say an angel stands between the sea and the land with a millstone, a big rock, and broom, he breaks up this Babylon. In the book of Daniel, it says that there's a hand that cuts a rock that comes down and scatters this whole system. So God is going to rapture the saints out of here, and the rebellious human beings that refuse to acknowledge God, the rebellious demons and nephilims, God says he's going to break the toes of iron mixed with clay, that he mingles it. He will break up the whole image, break up the whole system, blow it away as chaps, and the presence of God will fill the world. At the end of the day, we win. At the end of the day, we go into the millennial year that is going to be utopian beautiful. So I'm telling you, the Bible says that when we start seeing all these things, we rejoice because our redemption draws nigh. How do you partake in this? You don't partake in it by doing love and light and me and me. That is humanism. The devil likes people to operate in humanism. You partake in this by giving your life to Jesus, surrendering your life to the Savior, 
the one who died on the cross for you, allowing the blood of Jesus to cleanse you, allowing him to, to take over your will and your life. If people submitted to the Lord, the devil will have no power. You know why the devil locked up churches? Because he knows that when churches come together, the Bible says one will chase a thousand, two will chase 10,000. If we come together as the church and we worship and we pray, the Bible, the resurrected Christ comes into our midst. And you could, it's, it's a tangible energy, the anointing. You can feel the anointing. And that anointing is what breaks the yoke. That anointing is what breaks the cloud of darkness in the environment. So the devil wants to separate believers because he knows that when we get together corporately to worship God, the anointing destroys his plants, towards his plants. So we need to get together to praise God. Don't be a lone ranger Christian hanging around somewhere by yourself. Do not stop the assembly. Assemble in the, in the streets, assemble in the, in the park, assemble in a, wherever, get together, a few of you, one, two, three, five, 10, 15. The more, the merrier, the more the presence of God comes because every one of us connecting to God, the Bible says if two or three can gather in my name, Jesus said he will be in our midst. And we need Jesus, not just a random God because the God is generic. We need Jesus. It is his blood that is gonna cleanse us. It is his blood that's going to regenerate us. And if we don't get it, <laughs> you don't even want to know what's coming. Because Jesus is not coming back as baby Jesus. He's coming back as a righteous judge. Mm -hmm. He's the one that opens every one of those seals in, in Revelation 6. It is the lamb that opens those seals and brings judgment on the world. So repent now. Turn your life around. Give your life to Christ. Create a relationship with God. Don't be rebellious and puffed up and know that our redemption draws nigh and Jesus is coming soon. The devil is not going to win. We already know the end of the story. At the end of the story, we win. Don't be afraid to die. If you die in Christ, it's gain. Think about it. If we go into tribulation right now, it might be what? Maybe by 2030 when Klaus Schwab is planning to do the great reset, by then we should be coming back here in the glorious light with the Lord to live in the 1,000 millennial year where there's going to be, you see, there's going to be no more pain, you know, there's going to be a river running that the leaves are going to be for the healing of the nations. I mean, there's just so much beauty coming in the future that if you know that you cannot be afraid even to die. I tell people that call me all the time, Dr. Emmanuel, the, our job wants us to take the vaccine. I need to take the vaccine to travel. I said, no, quit that job. Oh, we're in Virginia. I can't find it. Oh, we're in DC. I said, then what are you doing in DC? Move. No job. No, no family member, not flying, not even at risk of your life is worth you corrupting your humanity. If it's happened, yes, you can repent. But now that you know, if you know the truth and you do it anyway, there's no more repentance for you. So if no job, nothing is worth you losing your humanity. So my mantra is die saved, die human. Don't become a GMO. And if you've been vaccinated and you do not know, pray for repentance. Let the blood cleanse you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me pray. Hallelujah. Let me, let me pray. I, will, I don't know what I will do. Just, you know, I can just. Well, I got to tell you, it is, uh, it's great to talk to somebody like you. Uh, it was awesome to meet you as well in Tulsa. I know we only spent like 30 seconds together. I saw you. I was like. I have to shake your hand and I, you were really busy. So I was letting you talk to everybody else. And I thank Clay Clark every day in the week, every day of the week and 
normally twice on Sunday, just because <laughs> he put us in touch with so many great people. I mean, we've had you, Dr. Sherwood, um, Dr. Cordy Williams. Uh, we've had so many people come on our show and it, yeah. You all have done amazing stuff, and I love to talk to people about you and tell you tell them about your stories. And I can't do it half justice. I let you do it, and you just came on, and I've kept my mouth shut and sat in the corner and colored like I was supposed to, and I know that was my wife's plan. <laughs> but one more time, where do they find you at? What's your website? How do they get in touch with you and get your stuff? Go to drstellamd.com, drstellamd.com. If you get there, like I said, you can get the book. Get the book. But the book has a lot of juicy stuff. Prayers, everything. You can get the, you can get the vitamins. You can get sign up and get hydroxychloroquine of oh, ivermectin. It's so important that you do it now. You get your hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin now. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Don't wait till you are in the hospital. I can't help you when you get to the hospital. It is now. The time is now. And if you start getting that sniffle, don't chalk it up to allergies, even you. <laughs> don't chalk it up to allergies. Get on hydroxychloroquine. If it's just allergies, then well, I don't think it's good for you anyway. It's anti-inflammatory, makes you feel better. You know, some get the hydroxychloroquine, get the ivermectin. It's not gonna hurt you. These are like common medication we use to deworm you or whatever. It's just that they have other other uses. Yep. So if you start getting that sniffle, don't think, oh, it's just my allergies, oh, it's just the flu. Because by the time you realize that this is COVID you probably might not be able to breathe and we don't know. So that's why I'm saying that get now. We don't know the next variants that they're gonna release to force us to be vaccinated. You know, during the Delta variant, they released the Delta variant, a lot of people went and got vaccinated, but we also got inundated with people that wanted hydroxychloroquine. We were getting like seven, 800 patients a day. It was crazy. Now that Delta is kind of down and Mu and Lambda are not here yet, this is the time for you to sign up Get your hydroxychloroquine, get your ivermectin, get the vitamins, get everything. Be prepared. Be prepared. Don't wait till you can wait. Now. Now now. it's time to be a Boy Scout. Now. Boy Scout. Be ready. Be ready. ready. Now. Go to drstellamd.com. Like I said, for your audience, if they use the promo code DEFIANT, we'll give them a 5% discount. But it's now. I know because I know what happened during Delta. People were crying. We could not reach people sometimes for two weeks because we we're so busy. Now with Delta was a good, it was good, like a good run for us because it made us really right now we have about maybe 30 doctors or more and other coming abroad, coming on board. We we'll probably have about maybe in the next two weeks, we're going to have maybe 30, 40 doctors. We have mom and pop pharmacists all over the country. We have everybody ready to take care of America. But I'm saying that don't wait till we are seeing 1,000 patients a day. And then you want to be one of the 1,000. You know what I'm saying? We can't see you in an emergency. It's better for you to do it now. Please, please. That's all I'm saying now. The doctors that you're getting, are they main practicing doctors? Or are they like outlying doctors? I mean, because like I've got a couple of friends that are doctors that I could, I would definitely. No, we have doctors from everywhere. We have okay. nurse practitioners and doctors. Any doctor can see, can, can see COVID patients. It's not a big deal. Well, no, they do. But they're in areas that if they try and. Or, or prescribe somebody hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, for instance, uh, they have a chance of losing their job. I mean, they're... Yeah, but, yes, but they can work with us on telemedicine. That's... This is one of, the, one of the good things that we've done, right? In, I mean, I've had... I mean, the boards are always harassing me. Oh, you 
prescribe hydroxy. We'll send letters and letters. I've hired attorneys to be defending me from different boards. I want, oh, you prescribe hydroxy, some stupid doctor, or some stupid pharmacy, some leftist pharmacy, or some AI pharmacy. We're like, oh, she prescribed hydroxy, and then they'll send a report to one board or another. So one of the things that we've done is that we have got mom and pop pharmacies all over the nation. And we send all our prescriptions through these mom and pop pharmacies. So number one, we're helping a lot of mom and pop pharmacies that could have lost their jobs. And if you're a pharmacy, don't hesitate to contact us. You know, um, what's the number? 318-792-5972, 318-792-5972. You can go to our website and leave a message. If you're a pharmacist, you can send me a message on Facebook, on Telegram. I communicate most on Telegram. Telegram is the best place to reach me. So, um, or gab.com, go to one of those, send me a message. If you're a pharmacist or you're a doctor, you want to come on, come on board on our team, please do. America needs you. So if you're a mom and pop pharmacy, we're going to bring you on and then we're going to be sending you. We have pharmacists all over the country. We have doctors licensed in all 50 states. We have some of them working from California, some of them working from, from wherever they are. It's telemedicine. You know, you can work from wherever. You can work in your kitchen. You can work on your bed with your, with your nightwear on. You know something? So, so they can, we are practically getting we're, we're practically set right now to be able to see maybe a thousand two thousand patients a day if we need be but i'm just saying that it's better for you to be seen when we're not that busy than when delta move they say move and lambda is coming so when lambda passes through town everybody will be sneezing and coughing and everybody will be scared half of the people that are coming to get medication maybe they would have probably done well anyway but hydroxychloroquine is so easy so there's no big deal give it to children pregnant women everything so Rather than go through the fear and everything, there's peace of mind even just taking hydroxychloroquine weekly. You know, so yeah, so go to drstellamd.com, use promo code Defiant, and then your audience can get a 5% discount. Do it now. Don't wait till tomorrow, please, now. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Thank you for telling us your story. Uh, yes. Folks, go there, get her book. We've got a copy. We're going to chew through. We're, we're still working through every book that we picked <laughs> up at Clayston because he gave us about 20 books. So... Everybody, go to her website, check her out. Again, use promo code DEFIANT. You'll get 5% off your order. Order your hydroxychloroquine. Order your ivermectin. Get it now. Just like she said, it's better to be ready. Be safe than sorry, folks. That's really the ultimate, I think, the ultimate message she's trying to put out there. Um, you got anything else, babe? That's it. I'm I'm just so grateful. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you back again, Dr. Stella, in the future. I'd love to come back. Fantastic. I'd love to pray before we go. Last minute there. Please. Yes. So remember, you can't, you cannot, when you go on our website, you're going to sign up and then a doctor is going to see you and send your prescription to the pharmacy. Yep. You do pay for your prescription, then, but they send it to the pharmacy. Of course. Amen. Yes. Anyway, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for everybody that's listening today, oh God. I thank you, King of Glory, because you're, you've done your work. You've given us a way out. Let the blood of Jesus, the blood of the everlasting covenant, let that blood begin to cleanse and purge everyone that has received this demonic, diabolic vaccine in the name of Jesus. Father, I stand in the gap for them, oh God. I stand in the gap as your prophet, as your servant. I bring repentance on their behalf. Show mercy, oh God. Father, show mercy, Father. Let your mercy be released right now. Father, I pull, I drag every single one of them to the mercy seat where the blood of Jesus is being applied. Father, I say we can come boldly to your throne through the blood of Jesus. 
Oh, let the blood begin to cleanse right now. I transfuse you, I transfuse you, I transfuse you right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet with the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus, let it flow through your veins, through your capillaries. Let it flow through your arteries. Let the blood begin to soak every cell in your body in the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus penetrate your DNA right now. Let the regenerating power, let the redemptive power in the blood of Jesus go deep into your DNA and then it begin to flush out let it begin to flush out every genetic Luciferian corruption in the name of Jesus. Let it begin to flush out every spike protein. Let it begin to flush out every graphene. Let it flush out every Luciferous by the, in the name of Jesus. Your word says, oh God, that, that at the sound of my voice, strangers would submit. They will be afraid out of their close places. In the name of Jesus, I command every stranger in your body, in your soul, in your spirit, in your DNA. Right now, we command those strangers, jump out and go one way to the pit in the name of Jesus, blood of Jesus, fire of the Holy Ghost, flush out, flush out. Let the consuming fire of God consume everything in your body that God did not plant. Consume the veil of darkness upon your mind that you see the glorious light of the gospel. Let the blood of Jesus begin to cleanse and purge you in the name of Jesus. As you're hearing the sound of my voice, every deception, every humanism, every power, every spirit, every personality that wants to take you to hell, I break the authority and power over your life now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you, oh God, are the one that draws us to the Lord. Holy Spirit, begin to draw everyone listening to the sound of my voice. Draw them into your presence. Draw them to you. Draw us to you, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Let your grace, your mercy be released, even upon our land. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Father, for all of us that are fighting, even your son and daughter here that are fighting in the front line. I pray for your hand of protection upon them. In the name of Jesus, I pray for complete deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray even for our nation, that our nation, oh God, will receive revival and people will wake up in the name of Jesus. King of glory, we give you praise. We bless your name. I rebuke the spirit of fear. I say fear, get out of our country in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes, ma'am. God bless, you. God God bless, bless you, you, Dr. Stella. Thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to having you back again soon. Definitely. Just let me know. I'll All be, right. I'll be Thank Will you. Do. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye.